0: Welcome to The Weekly Stupid. This is the editor in charge. If you like the podcast, you can get more at theweeklystupid.com. We have more stuff on Facebook and YouTube. Welcome back to The Weekly Stupid Podcast. This is episode 33. We offer a look at life not considered by what most people consider normal. But if you like truth, justice, and the American way, then you are where you should be. Please leave a review and give us a rating on whatever podcast service you're using. In this podcast, I'm going to tell you what the staff is currently up to, let you know about this week's print edition, I might even answer an informed reader submitted question. But most importantly, and the reason I know you're probably going to listen, or maybe just functionally illiterate, I'm going to read last week's articles. This podcast is pretty short, but just to make sure you listen to the whole thing, I'm going to save those articles for last. Now, I'm not sure if Sarah Jean was able to get herself any money from the children, but I do know that she didn't move to Denmark. You know, I wonder if she looked up the personal tax rate over there. I hear it's pretty high. But it does look like she did some regret shopping online. At least that's what it sounds like after reading her article. Check her site out at flutterbird.org. Ed must have gotten over his emotional battles from last week. He got busy on his website. He not only updated his menu, but he sure made his FAQ section look better. He also made a donation to a charity. At least that's what he mentions in his article. Check out his site at allstud.net. Now the good doctor found some disturbing information while doing some research this week. I know he was looking into micro-vibrations, but what he found made me almost lose my lunch. If you like the strange, check out thefetalinstitute.com. Remember, we have a weekly newsletter. Head on over to theweeklystupid.com and sign up. America leads the world in food waste, and getting our newsletter probably won't help. This week we take a look at micro-vibrations. It's been alleged by people that we can't confirm exist that Amazon is possibly doing something horrible. Is it possible that this company is placing small vibration devices in our keyboards, mice, and phones? It has been alleged that these vibrations can't be felt, but instead affect our subconscious. In this way, we can be controlled and manipulated into purchases based on what Amazon wants and not just our own mindset. The question this week asked what shows our staff is watching while the world is slowed down. I guess there's been this urge to binge watch shows. Well I just want you to know that we don't have time for such nonsense. We work hard and will continue to work hard for our readers. We know that you listeners and readers out there are a bunch of lazy slogs that lay around all day and watch the net tube and photobomb your loser friends. But we don't have time for such shenanigans. But I want to add we appreciate all of you and would never take you for granted. You are the best fan base in the world. Now last week our focus was on children demanding equal pay. Is it fair for a person of any age to be discriminated against? I'm aware of child labor laws but should they be considered a form of ageism? Now that children are being forced to work should they be compensated for their time? I'm not sure how long this madness will continue. But if it lasts much longer, I know there will be plenty of discussions about new regulations and laws. I have yet to see a situation where government officials didn't take advantage and expand their own power and try to grab more money. The one good thing to come from our current viral situation is respect for teachers. Now I want to be clear that I'm not taking sides. I believe that respect will go up in some cases and plummet like a squirrel after it chews through the wrong power line in others. Some parents with awful children will better appreciate the daycare services provided, while other parents with perfect little princes and princesses will wonder what the useless tax-eating dolts do all day. As for the children, <laughs> they're being forced to teach their parents the new math. When they return to the classroom, one just wonders if the students will figure out that the parents are worse students than the students themselves. This is probably something best left undiscovered. If students figure out that most adults are immature idiots, there will be chaos in the streets. They may demand a higher wage than the teachers themselves. Now Ed has a different view of this. He wants to let everyone know that the free market rules. And this issue is causing him to experience some old feelings along with a little anger. If those snot-nosed little brats figure out that they should be getting paid for teaching, what next? The government needs to stay out of it. Remember folks, the only good government is a limited government. They will come up with some ignorant policy like minimum wage for mothers fixing their stupid little kids dinner. How about entitlements for children that have mothers that don't have the common sense to boil an egg or make a PB&J sandwich? Ed knows one hunky little boy that had to figure it out on his own. Don't give your greedy government officials this idea. They will grab onto your wallet with their power grabbing, stupid, ignorant, selfish, controlling, greedy, lazy... But he digresses. He's not saying that he doesn't love his mother. That would be political suicide. Her method of parenting created the self-made man that you see today. Ed wants you to know that he walks through life with confidence that has resulted in hunkiness exuding from every pore. When you struggle in life, it builds self-confidence and that confidence lifts you up your entire life. He should write a self-help book. He wants to admit that he spent a few years feeling sorry for himself. He remembers thinking it would be nice not to have to make his own school lunch. He thought the other kindergartners had it pretty easy. Their mothers made them little sandwiches and baggies of chips. Let me tell you, he knows better now. His self-made lunches of hot dogs, gourmet chocolate rolls, and juice boxes made him grow as a person. The juice boxes were the best. If he stayed away from Mama's special ones, he could have as many as he wanted. Sure, the other kids would tease, but that was because they didn't understand that raw hot dogs were a delicacy and having everything in a single bag was more efficient. As Ed got older, bigger, and stronger, he treated the weaker classmates as he had been treated, so they too could see the benefits of being bullied. From time to time, he would run into some of the kids from the past that bullied him. He would return the favors that they did for him, teaching them efficiency by shoving two or three raw hot dogs in their smug little faces. Sometimes he understands why Sarah Jean thinks highly of retribution. One of the other great things about struggling is you learn quickly how to treat people special. As an adult, Ed knows the ladies need to be treated special and he is all kinds of special. Keep those emails of support coming to hunkyman at allstud.net. Now Sarah Jean thinks we need equal pay for all. We need to make sure these less than normal height, dumber than average little people earn whatever others earn. She believes in the trickle-up theory. She doesn't think they actually deserve any money, but if they get some, then she's probably next. She's seen plenty of children in her life, and they are a bunch of self-centered, lazy, live-off-their-parents kind of people. She thinks they should probably learn to support themselves instead of taking her hard-earned tax money. That being said, if she can get the government to help the less fortunate, it usually applies to her. More government, more better. She keeps hearing that the government will run out of money, but she knows that applies to people, not the government. They make the money. If they made more, we would use more, and businesses would make more, and be able to pay more. She's not sure why they don't just start handing everyone money. They would spend it, and everyone would win. She knows the big idiot hungster doesn't agree with her, but she doesn't care. She figures if she's wrong, it's not like she'd be in any trouble. Her skill set and drive would make her employable anywhere, she could easily pack up her flutterbirds and move to Denmark. She hears everything's free in Denmark. They would greatly appreciate her sense of environmentalism and social justice tendencies. She is sure she would be a success wherever she went. Maybe she could give Barbie a call. She still keeps in touch with her. And yes, she's doing fine to anyone who cares. In the end, Sarah Jean figures pay the kids or let them starve doesn't really matter to her. Now the doctor, he had a little more selfish look at it, he just needs cheap labor. He figures we can't allow a minimum wage for the youth. He assumes anyone that has been to his institute knows he gets most of his labor from the youth. The institute couldn't function if they had to pay full price on labor. He needs to keep his lab clean and low-cost labor is the best. But that being said, when it comes to the scientific community, we need to maintain licensing. He loves licensing. He figures that the harder they make it to enter the scientific industry, the fewer there will be and the more money he'll make. That's pretty good thinking, doctor. And that's about it for this week. If you enjoyed this episode, consider telling your friends. Every time you tell a friend about the Weekly Stupid, Brain Smasher or Love Story will win an Academy Award posthumously. Also, consider leaving a review. Thank you. And as always, enjoy the stupid.